Hi everyone, I'm Dave. And I'm Marvin. It's day 103, and this is God's Big Story. Season 2. It's a story. It's big. Never boring. No way. For his glory. Always. It's God's Big Story. So welcome back, boys and girls. I hope you're having a wonderful afternoon. We are back and we are ready to continue our walk through the book of 2 Corinthians. Hi, everyone. Nobody knows what he's gonna ask now. It's Marvin, the friendly, curious cow. Okay, Marv. So I actually haven't seen our old friend Benjamin since, well, I guess since he was at our Bible club back in the middle of June. Oh, really, Dave? Oh, no, I see him all the time. You know, what with preseason laser tag training and... Oh, well, then he's at the comedy club in the barn every Friday night. Oh, I see. Yeah, I didn't even know there was a comedy club in the barn. Oh, yeah, Dave, yeah. It's called Howlers. Yeah, they have an all-night milkshake bar and then Benjamin does his stand-up routines. Okay, I see. Yeah, it's why on Saturdays you've probably seen a lot of farm animals taking naps during the day. Yeah, it's because they've been up all night drinking milkshakes. Okay, well, yeah, that sounds like fun. But anyway, let's see what Benjamin has for us today. Hey, it's Wednesday. Everything is okey-doke. Here comes Benjamin, and he's gonna tell us a joke. Hi, guys. Hi, Benjamin. Hello, Benjamin. So, yeah, Marvin was just telling me about howlers. Oh, yeah, yeah, we have a lot of fun, Dave. Great. Well, we came through 1 Corinthians. We've got two more weeks in 2 Corinthians, so how are we doing? I was thinking there might not be that many Corinthian-type jokes left. Oh, don't worry, Dave. I have an endless supply. So, get ready to laugh, everyone. Here it comes. When Paul was in Corinth, and he went to the bathroom, what did he say when someone knocked on the door before he was finished? Oh, I don't know, Benjamin. What did Paul say when he went to the bathroom in Corinth and someone knocked on the door before he was finished? He said, Just a second, Corinthians. <laughs> a second, Corinthians. <laughs> oh, 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 that's a good one, Benjamin. See, Dave, it's like the book. You know, second, Corinthians. Just a second, Corinthians. You get it? Yeah, yeah, I got it. Thanks, Benjamin. Oh, no problem, Dave. You can rely on me to bring the funny. Yep, I guess so. Well, we will see you next week, Benjamin. Yeah, and I'll see you at Howler's on Friday night. Sounds good. Okay, bye you guys. We'll see you then. All right, so, Marvin, time for us to get back to 2 Corinthians. Okay, yeah, let's do it. So, so far, we can tell how difficult things have been between Paul and the Corinthians. Paul has talked about God has been and is his comfort, and although things have been really bad, God had saved him from danger. And then yesterday we heard as Paul told the Corinthians how, in all the visits and the letters and everything that had gone on between them, he had always been trying to do what was best for them, even though at times it made him really sad to do it. Okay, yeah. So really, so far we've seen just how much Paul cares about the church in Corinth, how desperate he has been to see them get back to being true to the gospel, to the good news of Jesus. Oh yeah, I mean, if he didn't care that much, he wouldn't have tears in his eyes when he was writing that letter, huh? Yeah, that's right. So now, well, what about the people, or person, who caused all that trouble? What does Paul have to say to them, or about them? Oh, I see. Gosh, well, sounds like someone might be about to get a good hoofing. 
Okay, so what are we listening for today, Dave? Right, well, first question is, what does Paul tell the Corinthians they ought to do to the troublemaker? Okay. And then second of all, well, Paul is going to talk about how we smell our aroma. How we smell? Yep. So, what does Paul say our aroma brings to people? There's two different things. Okay, gotcha. So what ought they to do to the troublemaker? And then what two things does our aroma or our smell bring to people? That's it. Great. Okay, take it away, Faith. Hi, it's Faith again. Today we're reading from 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 5. Suppose someone has made us sad. In some ways, he hasn't made me sad so much as he has made all of you sad. But I don't want to put this too strongly. He has been punished because most of you decided he should be. This punishment is enough. Now you should forgive him and comfort him. Then he won't be sad more than he can stand. So I'm asking you to tell him again that you still love him. I wrote to you for another special reason. I wanted to see if you could stand the test. I wanted to see if you could obey everything asked of you. Anyone you forgive, I also forgive. Was there anything to forgive? If so, I have forgiven it for your benefit, knowing that Christ is watching. We don't want Satan to outsmart us. We know how he does his evil work. I went to Troas to preach the good news about Christ. There I found that the Lord had opened a door of opportunity for me. But I still had no peace of mind. I couldn't find my brother Titus there. So I said goodbye to the believers at Troas and went on to Macedonia. Give thanks to God. He always leads us as if we were prisoners in Christ's victory parade. Through us, God spreads the knowledge of Christ everywhere like the perfume. God considers us to be the pleasing smell that Christ is spreading. He is spreading it among the people who are being saved and people who are dying. To those who are dying, we are the smell of death. To those who are being saved, we are the perfume of life. Who is able to do this work? Unlike many people, we aren't selling God's word to make money. In fact, it is just the opposite. Because of Christ, we speak honestly before God. We speak like people God has sent. Thanks, Faith. Okay, Marv. So, what were the Corinthians to do? Okay. Well, turns out they weren't supposed to hoof him. Paul said they ought to forgive him and comfort him. Yep, that's right. Paul doesn't want to get even. He doesn't want this man kicked out of the church. Whatever punishment the Corinthians had given him already, Paul says, that's enough. Even after all the struggles and all the pain, Paul wants to see this man back in the church, back following Jesus. Remember, Paul knew what it was to make mistakes. He knew what it was to be the one who hurt the church. Remember, before he was a Christian, he went around throwing Christians in jail and even having them killed. Paul understood that we are all sinners who need to be forgiven. If Jesus could forgive Paul, well, then Paul could forgive those who sinned against him. This man had hurt Paul. He'd caused a lot of trouble for sure. But again, Paul is not worried about what has happened to him. He just wants what is best for all the believers in Corinth. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yep, that's grace. That's what's different about Christianity. And that's kind of what Paul is talking about when he talks about our smell, our aroma. He doesn't mean what you're going to get if you give us a good sniff. He means, like a good smell, we should be making the places we are better. So, what did he say our aroma brings? Oh, well, he said to some people life and to some people death. Yeah, that's right. Good job, Marvin. As Christians follow Jesus and treat people with grace and love, well, that's like a sweet smell that shows people God's love and his forgiveness. Okay, yeah, so that's bringing life. But 
Dave, then why would that bring death to other people? Ah, well, Marvin, because a life of grace and love and truth, that points people to our Lord Jesus. It shows them that there is a God. And so it's like a warning that they need to call upon his name for forgiveness and be saved, or they're in real danger of death and an eternity in hell. Oh, yikes. Yep, it's a serious business. So the question today, boys and girls, how's your smell? Oh, I smell of clover and hay, Dave. (laughs) Well, you might, Marvin, but I mean, how's your Christian smell? At school, at home, whatever clubs you might be in, are you treating people in a way that points them to Jesus? And even like Paul, people who cause you trouble and sadness, are you treating those people with grace and love? Doing that is like a sweet smell that makes those places better because you are there. Oh, I see. Yeah, I'm not sure, Dave. Yep, it can be really hard. But today, well, let's ask God's help to be smelly Christians, (laughs) to look for ways to treat people in ways that shows them the love of Jesus. That might be by forgiving someone when they don't deserve it. It might be by showing kindness and love to someone who needs it. Whatever it might be and wherever it might be, well, let's try to smell different than how the world smells. Let's smell like Jesus. Okay, Dave. Yeah, I got it. Gosh, I think that's the first time anyone has told a cow to be smellier. (laughs) Well, it just might be. Okay, boys and girls. Well, that's us out of time again. And so we'll be back tomorrow with our old friend Colin and an interesting fact. Okay, great. Yeah. Bye, boys and girls. Go stink up the place. Well, I might not have put it quite like that, but sure. (laughs) Goodbye. We'll see you soon. God's Big Story is a ministry of Eden Grove Presbyterian Church. Music and jingles by Dave, Josh, and Josh. For more information and further resources, visit woodendonkey.org.